You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. As always, make sure you download, like, and subscribe to the Blue Horseshoe Podcast wherever you get your pods, and make sure to tell your Colts friends about us as well. Reinick and George Bremer is always here with you. So, George, we'll give out some awards for a 4-8-1 and football team here. Let's start with the negative, then we'll, we'll try to finish up with some positives here. Biggest disappointment. This could be a unit. This could be a, an individual player. At four and one, who would you say is the biggest disappointment for the Colts so far this season? Uh, I mean, it's got to go. It's got to be the offensive line, right? Like they, they they've got to take this one hands down. Again, all those things we just talked about in the first segment. They've had a hand in all of it. The the run deficiencies, the the pass protection, the turnovers. They may not be responsible solely for all of those areas, but they've had a hand in all of it. I will. To, to, I would agree. But well, by far, that odds line's fair. So I will go Matt Ryan. I think. I just think mm-hmm. I, even though we just kind of talked about he was not put exactly in the position to succeed beforehand with Chris Ballard. I do think again the 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 turnovers are inexcusable. His decision making and what he was brought in to do again, not all of it's his fault, but he was brought in here to make the laps, to make the smart throws that Carson Wentz couldn't do, and just kind of keep this offense on track. And that's anything but again the thirty fumbles. 26 turnovers, a lot of it. Matt Ryan is 18 of them, which is just unbelievable. Not as advertised without a doubt. And through 13 games, I would say he is the biggest disappointment. How about on the other side, George? How about MVP? I know it's tough to pick out four and one MVP, but who at least is in your mind has been the best Colt this year? You know where I'm going with this. I know it. It's it's it's, it's only one answer. Stand pod now. Grover Stewart has got to be the MVP. Uh he just, you know, I, I love the nickname. That my favorite part of this season, the guard butcher. It's it's the best nickname around. Uh, it's very fitting for what he does. Grover Stewart is the man. He's the MVP. I will stick on the defense side of the ball. Uh, I will go Zaire Franklin because this is a guy who, you know, who's playing a large part because of Shaq Leonard's absence. And he's, look, the, the only thing that's not there uh, at the same rate is obviously forcing turnovers, but he has 131 tackles. He's second in the NFL in tackles. The guy's been all over the field. Outside of like maybe a week one blown assignment against the uh, the Texans that kind of led for, to a touchdown uh, with, uh, I think it was Brevin Jordan who got two, ironically, go figure. Uh, O.J. Howard, one of the two. I forget who the tight end was. But anyway, the point is, it was outside of that, he's been really good. He's played more than the Colts ever envisioned. And I would say so far, he's played really well. So it's I think it's telling, George, by the way, the first two uh, the first two awards, biggest disappointment, both for us on the offensive end. MVP has been on the defensive end. Now, no surprise there whatsoever. How about biggest surprise? You can go either way here, negative or positive here. Who's been the biggest surprise in your mind so far this season? Yeah, I was going to go with your MVP. I think Zaire Franklin's my answer there just because he's, he's a guy that was a special teamer his whole career. We knew he did that really well, uh, worked his way into being a captain there, got a contract extension this year, uh, has had to play way more than anybody expected and has shown that he's not just a legit NFL starter. He's in, he should be in a conversation. I don't think there's any question about that. I'm not saying he will make the pro bowl, but he should be in that conversation. He's played at that level. Uh, to me, that's a that's a huge surprise and hats off to Zaire Franklin. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He has been absolutely tremendous. I'm going to take this in a negative light. 
I'm going to go Quentin Nelson. Because this is a guy that we could have discussed the season going a million different ways. The one thing I never would have envisioned is him getting paid and then playing the worst year of his career. We could talk about the offensive line, and if you want to talk about the left tackle being a hole, okay, we could see, again, Matt Pryor being your answer there is not exactly, it's unexpected that he's been bad. But to have the entire offensive line play as poor as they have, especially Quentin Nelson, you've seen times where he's missing blocks, he's getting trucked over. Like, what have we seen Quentin Nelson get bullied by by defensive line? And you rarely if ever see it. And this year we've seen it too much. So I think that's a big reason why, again, the, the Colts right now are four games under 500. But he has just been someone that I thought rightfully so got paid. I love the pick at number six when they got him. And again, up until this year, he's been worth every single you know dollar in terms of the investment and the draft capital. But he's absolutely been a huge, huge surprise of how poor he has played for the most part this season. And how about rookie, George? Which rookie do you think has, has really impressed you so far this season through 13 games? Yeah, you know, it's a tough one because I don't think it's been a whole lot from this rookie class in, in terms of consistency, but I'm going to go with Alec Pierce because they brought him in to, to, to kind of be that deep threat, to be that down-the-field guy, and he's been the only guy this year who's done it. I think Stephen Holder had a great stat out there like three times, uh, three gains this year, 40 yards or more, and all three of them have been passes to Alec Pierce. So, you know, the kid's done what he was brought here to do. Absolutely. And, and that's why I would, I mean, I feel like I have no other choice but to, to pick him as well. But to your point as well, what I like the most about Pierce is his growth this season. We saw him week one in Houston have a brutal drop in the end zone uh, on a touchdown that should have been his first career touchdown. It was one of the easiest passes he'll get for a potential touchdown. I'm sure he's still kicking himself 13 weeks later. But you start off with such a low, right? Well, you, you drop a touchdown in the first game. And to be able to kind of slowly build up to where you're right, he is right now the explosive guy in this offense. That I think it shows a lot about him and his maturity and his growth. That you like to see that again. Rookies continue to get better from week one to week thirteen, which I think he's done that for sure. One of the few players I think you could consistently say has gotten better. And I think the only issue for him is just not getting enough balls his way consistently. There's been a little low like the past three weeks for whatever reason, whether it's protection, whether it's just schemes, or they haven't been able to kind of find him. And you saw in the Dallas game, you go back to him again, makes a big play. He's been someone now you can actually start to rely on and feel good about when it comes to throwing the ball his way and good things happening. Like I said, he's the only one to make explosive plays. He's definitely been someone who I would say rookie-wise is a uh, – is the guy so far for the Colts. And that's an investment in the second round that Chris Ballard is uh is definitely looking back on fondly for sure. All right. So there's just some quick awards. Uh and trying to, again try to butter up a little bit of a season that's been anything but uh, a success so far. So when we return on the Blue Horseshoe Pod, we'll finish up with this. So big news in the AFC South. And that is on Tuesday, the Titans announced they have fired, fired their GM John Robinson, despite the fact they are seven to five, despite the fact they are well on their way to winning their third straight AFC South title. What are the Titans trying to accomplish, and how does this impact the Colts here going forward? We'll discuss that in the Blue Horseshoe Pod Returns.